Hello, it's Sarah here, and welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast. This is a podcast for healers and leaders, the potent priestesses, witches, activists, and Aquarians of the world who are here to contribute to the liberation of people and the healing of our planet. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an archaeologist turned author, priestess, healer, inner alchemy witch, business strategist, and regenerative guide. I'm here to help you heal from stress and hustle, bring forth your most potent medicine into the world, and increase your capacity to receive everything you need to flourish and thrive. Because your expansion is a gift to the world. I'm so glad to welcome you here, and I'm excited to dive into today's episode. Hi, my love, and welcome to another mini dose episode of the podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you all of my nuanced thoughts and beliefs around investing in yourself. And this is based on my own experiences. My intention with this is that it helps you to make more empowered investment decisions moving forward, ones that will deeply, deeply serve you. And I'm going to be really honest as well. My other hope is that if you have been thinking about working with me in 2023, it'll either make you feel more confident to take that next step if my work is the right work for you, if it's the right thing for you, or it will highlight that actually it's not something to consider anytime soon. And then you can just enjoy listening to my podcast and reading my book and checking things out on social media. Um, And it'll probably give you a lot more headspace. So I want to keep this episode short and sweet. Um, So I'm just going to basically share my thoughts around investment as a series of beliefs that I have. So the first belief that I have is that it is essential to invest in your personal and business growth, period. So I believe in spending time, energy, resources, money in my personal healing and also my business growth and development. Now, these days, I invest between 10 to 20% of my revenue in ongoing education, working with mentors, coaches, healers, teachers. And the way that I see it is that it is a non-negotiable business expense. And I, I have seen it like this since the beginning. So yes, it's tax deductible anyway, so I always strategically use investments as a way to bring down my taxable um, income. But I also see it as, you know, it's fuel as well. I know that as I'm investing in my own healing and my own education and my own support, I am going to get better and better and better and better at the work that I do. And that will pave the way for continual or continuous, yeah, that's the word, um, continuous personal growth and business growth. And I'm not necessarily talking business growth in terms of like scaling, I'm talking in terms of like fulfillment and efficiency and all of the things that actually matter to me. So the second belief that I have around investments is that I personally believe that investments should feel like a stretch, but you know that you can also pay them. You know that it's doable. And I think 
there are many people that get themselves into um, tricky situations with investments. So maybe they choose a business course, they choose a longer term payment plan because they think they're going to get an immediate turn on return on investment financially, or they perhaps overestimate um, or maybe underestimate like how much work is involved in getting a return on investment. And then they struggle to pay the program off because it's taking longer to integrate what they're learning. And this just isn't an empowered business investment, but this is nobody's fault. I think it's really um, shocking and pretty disgusting actually when when I see coaches out there like blaming people that aren't paying off their um, their investments. And I think as a general rule of thumb, we, you know, those of us who are out there marketing our services online, we also have to take collective responsibility for this because I understand why people make these kinds of decisions. There is so much quote unquote, take the leap messaging out there. And so people can take the leap thinking that that, taking that leap is going to be enough for them. Oh, if I just make this investment, it'll all pay off for me because this is what the fancy pants marketing says. And it doesn't really work like that. You also have to allow time and space to integrate and learn and grow. So I say, don't take the leap if you need a return on your investment straight away or it will fuck you over if you quit your job and you don't have savings and you take on a longer term payment plan for a program and each month you're not sure how you're going to make the payment it is not a smart business decision it's stressful for you it's stressful for you and when we're in high levels of stress it's not that you can't grow your business, it's not that you can't heal, but it's um, it's far less enjoyable, right? So I believe that investments can't come from magical thinking. Like, oh, it'll be okay, I'll figure it out. Um, it needs to be from a space of, how can I make this work even if I weren't to see any financial change for a while? Like, you know, how can I make sure that this feels doable for me? Because it might take a while. And urgency always disrupts growth and healing. So if there's ever a sense of urgency of like needing, and I'm talking particularly about business coaching here, if you need to make a return on investment back like as soon as possible, then do not invest. Just don't, wait. So belief number three is that I, I'm just going to say it, I don't believe in hiring the same mentor long term. I don't believe that that is necessarily what will pave the way for success. It might be, but I am really bored, really, really, really bored of um, seeing online millionaire entrepreneur types preaching this kind of bullshit. There's a reason why they're preaching this, right? It's uh, predatory, it's manipulative, and it breeds codependency. And basically, they are <laughs> they're trying to get people locked in for longer periods of time. 
The thing is, you want to outgrow your space holder. We want to outgrow our space holders. We want to take time to integrate. We want to maybe work with other space holders. Um, Find out what we like. I have several clients who have worked with me, then they fly the nest, then they come back later. And I, you know, I kind of encourage that because I think it's a lot healthier that way. It's great when they come back because there is a certain level of trust um, and there's a relationship between us and they know that I'm there when they when they need me, if they need me. But this whole idea of like locking people into 12 month contract year after year after year, maybe it's good for some clients. Maybe, I don't know, but I think there also needs to be more um, choice presented to people and you know an encouragement to work with coaches and mentors and healers for like stints at a time so I think longer term is great like three to six months you're really going to start to see something shift but maybe not 12 months and then another 12 months and then another another 12 months that might not be the best kind of investment for you particularly if you're always feeling like you're trying to catch up so um belief number four i believe that how you invest is more important than how much you invest i believe that it's what's behind it that makes the difference so i have made big investments in coaching before in mentorship in the past and i'm thinking of one particular time I did so because I thought if I didn't, then it meant something bad about me. Like if I didn't, it meant I didn't believe in myself enough or I had a weak money mindset. You know, all the BS that we have seen thrown around the online space. Um, And yeah, it's just bullshit. It's just not true. So when I made this particular investment, there was fear behind it. And of course, it ended up being a waste of money. Not, I wouldn't say a complete waste of money. There were definitely some things that I learned and shifted, but I didn't get anywhere near the return on investment for that, um, yeah, for that investment. So, you know, I guess you could say I got a little bit burned, but honestly, only because I didn't know any better and now I do. And I've had the same experience with um, group programs and courses. Generally, rule of thumb, I say if there's a lot of hype around them and there's a lot of hype in the marketing and, you know, it's kind of like doors closed forever, blah, blah, blah. You know, it could be that you get swept up in it. It could be that you press purchase and then you regret it. And I actually did this two years ago with quite a well-known um, influencer coach. I think the investment was about $2,000. And I got really caught up in her marketing. I got really caught up in her marketing. Um, I'm so embarrassed because um, I'm usually quite discerning. And I'm I, like discerning, verging on pretty skeptical. Um, and I was actually really disappointed in what was delivered for that money. Um, and that's when I said to myself, never again. And, you know, I've learned from that experience. Um, 
And I don't want to say I'm grateful for that experience because I hear a lot of people saying that if they've made a bad investment decision or they, you know, invested in a program and it turned out to be complete shit. Um, oh, I'm grateful because, you know, it shows what I don't want to do with my clients. No, you, um, you, don't be grateful. You can still learn the lesson. You can still absolutely learn the lesson, but like hold these people accountable because if someone is selling you fluff, and someone is you know promising you xyz and then really not delivering on the money like i don't want to use the word scam but i'm going to and that's what gives the coaching healing space a bad reputation so don't be grateful for investments like that that you made you got swept up in marketing you can learn from it and recognize that um you know, some people just are doing bad, bad business. So like I said, I've learned from that experience. I've pulled back from all of that BS in the industry now. And it really has solidified for me that I only ever want to craft high quality, high touch containers. I have absolutely no interest in interest in receiving people's money for, you know, a few transmissions of codes. I mean, what the fuck is that really? Um, you know, those kinds of coaches offering a bunch of transmissions for a load of money. It's not, the bubble's gonna burst soon. Um, now when I invest, I get very clear on why I'm doing it. I wanna make sure like, is there something specific I want to shift or change or learn? And, you know, maybe it's okay if it's a feeling of like, I just need coaching, but I really invite you to get as specific as you can about what would feel like an appropriate right-sized kind of miracle for your time in that container or with that coach, um, because it will allow you to make a really empowered um, decision. Like you're taking the reins, you're saying like, this is what I want, this seems appropriate. And... I hate to say it, but also kind of get realistic as well. You know, I'm pretty sure that most of you listening are not thinking that you're going to be able to build a six-figure business in 30 days. I really hope, I really hope that, um, yeah, maybe some of you are like, switch off now. Um, but but also like have a, a healthy dose of realism as well. Anything is possible. And you want to make sure that whatever you're going for, it's like there isn't a time constraint on it. It kind of links back to um, what I was saying before. Like if you feel any type of urgency in needing to get results now, like hold the fuck back from making any decision. Because um, as one of my friends, Leisha, says, if there's urgency, it has tendrils in trauma. So yeah, um, okay, belief number five is I believe in investing in a way that makes you take it seriously. And that can mean different things for different people. For me, when I pay more, I show up more. That's me personally. And maybe you're nodding and thinking, yep, yeah, that's, that's the same for me. So, you know, I'm thinking I made the biggest investment um, I've ever made in my life and my purse like my personal healing journey with my coach Rachel Maddox and it was a 
was a bit of a holy shit moment. It was like, am I doing this? Okay, I'm going to do this. Yep, I feel it. I know what I want to work on. I trust her. I know she's competent. Yep, I'm going to do it. But that investment, I could could have lived off that for a whole year, especially where I live now. So it was big, right? Um, But I'm going to be honest, I have never shown up for something like I did for her CEO cover. I did not miss a single session. I was there in the WhatsApp group as well. Like I was so present, not in a kind of codependent, uh, needing it kind of way, but I was so present. I was so um, really devoted and committed to the whole six month experience. And I squeezed the juice out of that experience. And the thing is, I have been in other containers. I've been in really valuable memberships, right? But because I was only paying a small amount of month, I just didn't show up. And I've also um, hosted memberships, you know, lower, lower price monthly memberships. And the attendance is different. It like it's all there's always a lot at the beginning, and then people just kind of peter peter out. And I've I've shared the same kinds of work in more premium type containers where it's a bit more intimate and the price is more and people show up differently. So I have had that experience myself of like, when I invest, good, <laughs> I show up differently. And I've also seen it with, with people that I've worked with. So you have to feel your investment. Does that make sense? Like you have to feel your investment. So you need to notice that payment, whether it's a chunk of your savings um, being directed towards something you want to invest in, or it feels like a significant amount a month that is still doable. My investment with, um, with Rachel actually felt like too much in one go. My nervous system was like, oh no, that feels actually too much. So we we chatted like adults to find out what would work best for me. And um, we found a payment plan that would feel best for my nervous system and also work for her. So it was doable, but not insignificant. And it wasn't because I couldn't pay it, but I just didn't want to feel overwhelmed. I like to have... Um, a safety net of savings behind me. It just makes me feel, yeah, safe, right? So I have these kinds of conversations with my clients too, because I would say 99.9% of my clients are mature adults who want to be in integrity. So I find that that really works. Um, I've also had the unfortunate experience of couple of people my whole career not being in integrity and ghosting when money was owed so it you know it can get messy um yeah it can get really messy um but you know I've reminded myself that for me personally like that's happened and it was nothing personal about me or what I was offering because I really believe in the quality of what I offer and I I work very very hard to make sure that I share and offer so much value to my clients. Um, Yeah, but it was really more about their financial and emotional capacity, their financial capacity clearly, and their emotional capacity to actually have an adult-like conversation, even if they couldn't pay it. So yeah, I'm just, I share that because as business owners, we do have to deal with that kind of stuff occasionally. And um, 
yeah, I know Instagram can seem all like fluffy rainbows and fluffy rainbows, fluffy bunnies and rainbows, fluffy rainbows. No, I don't worry. I'm not on acid. Um, yeah. So I, I just like to kind of share that, um, you know, if you are a practitioner and you're offering kind of, you know, more doable payment plans and things like really check in with yourself and be like, do I trust this person? And um, am I able to have an honest conversation with them about money as well? Anyway, I digress because my point is that investments should feel like a big fucking deal. There is some very, very small grain of truth, really small grain of truth to the transformation being in the transaction, right? And what I mean by small grain of truth is that you know, it's a big sign to your nervous system that you matter and that what you want is important and that you're going all in. However, the transformation is also not in the transaction. So there's a transformation in the transaction, let's say, um, and depending on if it's the right work for you and you are, you know, you know what you're invested in, you trust who who you're working with like that's also really important it's I believe you need high touch high quality like I think we all do intimate spaces um yeah but then also you have to also show up (laughs) for the transformation so I guess this wasn't so mini dose actually it's like 20 minutes um but those are my current thoughts on investments um I'm really curious about if any um, if any of it resonated with you, if it's made you feel another way, new perspective, um, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram to share with me your experiences as well with investments and thoughts. And yeah, speaking of investments and support, I've actually been reading applications for the Flourish and Thrive Coven today. And I am, I'm so excited about who we're bringing into the group. So if you've been living under a rock, then maybe you don't know what the Flourish and Thrive Coven is, but it's a hybrid one-on-one embodiment journey. So you do one-on-one somatic work with me and an intimate business mastermind to help you transcend upper limits, deepen your priestess medicine and thrive in business. You get to work with me one-on-one. You also get to be part of an intimate group where we do rituals and councils every month. And I can tell you that it's really nothing short of magic, transformative, potent magic. And I'm currently carefully curating who is coming in. So you know that you're going to be with people who are as potent as you. We kick off February so that you get to rest in January. January is not a time for New Year's resolutions. January is a month for rest and digesting, resting and digesting. So bit more about the coven it is an investment but there are of course ways to make it more doable for you and if you're interested in learning about this then you can go to drsarahcoxon.com forward slash coven for more details and feel free to send in your application we only have six spots in total pretty sure they're going to get filled up soon but you never know so whenever you're listening to this make sure that you check it out and if you feel called to definitely apply All right, my loves, thank you so much for listening and catch you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rise Priestess podcast. And I'd love to invite you to consider perhaps sharing this episode on your social media stories to spread the word. There is way more goodness where this came from. 
If you'd like to go deeper with my work and receive free exclusive monthly inspiration, contemplations and practices that I don't share anywhere else, then you can sign up for the Regenerate newsletter by heading over to drsarahcoxon.com and following the link. See you over there and thanks for tuning in.